Welcome to the Recruitment Roundup with Toby and Nadia of Harrington Star. This is our one podcast a week where we talk about us and our passion for great recruitment. Five days a week, we shine a light on individuals making waves in the world of financial technology. And on a Sunday, we bring you the Recruitment Roundup. Toby is back, and I'm sure you're all really happy about that. Um, back Hello. from his break, he's been able to return the business and look at it with a really wonderful, fresh perspective in such a way that we've been talking a lot about impacts and impact has been the word that I've just heard so many times over the week having had you back so today I wanted us to talk about that impact because I think that that is really relevant to every stage of a recruitment process and to our market right now so having returned only a few days ago Bab tell us what has been this fresh perspective what impact have you been making on the teams and their ability to decision make? (laughs) Well (laughs) I think it's, I don't want to be too self-aggrandizing with impact of you know the great return or anything like that. But um, I think you know what what it is 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 I think it's probably the longest time I've been away since we started the business, so just over two two weeks. And look, first and foremost, I just want to say fantastic job from 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 everyone over those uh, those couple of weeks. There's been some really really good positive things happening. Uh, I'm excited about all of that that sort of impact. But I think what we're all and the impact made from from everyone over that time. But I think coming back into it as well, you look at things and, and it's good to pause and, and move away from things to then look at it again through through fresh eyes and I think when you try and boil it down and you look at performance and you look at where opportunities are sometimes when you're in it you can be very very sucked into the whole aspect of the day-to-day working in the business and and it's busy and there's loads of different things going on and it's a thousand miles an hour etc cetera, etc cetera. coming out and just having a couple of conversations to you know to various teams you can instantly see where there's opportunities to say right we can do that better and actually if i go back to the pandemic and what that allowed us to do when when the world stopped was to you know to look at the business and have that pause period and you know work through that sort of time i think that you know we were able to make some fundamental changes because you know life stopped effectively and you could look at everything you were doing and, and turn it upside down and say right what are the things that we can do and look at yesterday i had a really interesting session with a, a mentor a friend of mine who took some time out with me to uh, discuss the business and, and where we're heading and where we're going and what we what we want to do. And he looked at it over the next sort of three, four years of what our ambitions are as a, as a company and said, look, just start thinking about what can go wrong. And he talked about the stress points of growth and the stress points of growth you know, around culture, around standards, around productivity, around leadership. And it, I thought it was a really, really interesting perspective just to sort of make sure we're sat, sat there and stopping and looking at various different things and saying, right, how can we keep moving that further forward? So I think this is a, a really straightforward sort of play to, to get people who are a really hungry, excitable, impressive team over here who really want to come in there and do the best possible job for all of their customers. And and the, the piece there is stop and make sure we're investing time into those, you know, the people who are really serious about hiring and, where, and serious about getting this process sorted out and invest time in the right areas. And I think that's you know a piece there to really look at and then to make sure we're managing and getting things done that we look at, that we've got some really exciting things in the pipeline coming up and coming through the business in the coming weeks. And it's about making sure we're delivering it really, really well on all of that and then making sure we're not trying to do everything everywhere and running around and trying to effectively do too much. It's that, that sort of focus on being great at what you're doing that I think is so fundamentally important. 
And I think this, you know, directly correlates to interview processes and people doing them the way they've always done them and actually taking that pause, that fresh perspective and thinking, what can we do differently in this ever challenging marketplace? What impact can we make to anybody coming into our into our offices or anybody joining us on a Zoom or Teams or whatever it may be online? And this sort of fresh pair of eyes, I just find it really interesting and, and useful for anybody at whatever whatever point in a recruitment process they're in right now, whether they're the person in a great job, happy to stay in that job, but thinking about maybe they need to be thinking about their next promotional pay rise. Could be somebody going through an interview process themselves right now to find a new job. It could be somebody that's looking for people to join their their workforce. And I think that this impact piece can just encourage us all to stop and think, how can we work smarter at this rather than harder? Because over the last few weeks, Rob and I have been working incredibly hard. And, you know, we've both kind of made jokes about like, you know, how fast we're, we're pedaling our feet. And actually, it's been so, so useful for you to come in back from the holiday and just go, right, let me tell you my perspective on this. Here are some things that maybe I had overlooked or I hadn't quite seen because I was trying to do absolutely everything. So I think it's really, really useful for us always just to take that moment and say how can we create that fresh perspective if you can go on holiday for two weeks get it done but if you can't you know listen to this podcast take five minutes and just have a think about what you can do to work smarter on whatever it is that you're trying to work on especially right now in how we are onboarding people and how we are attracting people to our businesses Mm. I think that's a really important thing. And I think that I, I, I did a fair amount of reading as well when I was up on holiday. And I sort of oversported it in my reading categories this, this time out. And it was a lot of books that I was reading about high-performance teams in sport. And I think the key thing that, that came out of all those books, if you're looking for a binding theme, there are a couple of things that, that sort of were, I guess, common themes all the way through it. Number one is that of peak performance in any sort of error is about making sure that people are relentless in perfecting and honing their craft uh, so i read alistair brownie's book which looked at the the, uh, the secrets of the sporting elite and it went through a whole kaleidoscope of people from different sporting backgrounds and their dedication and their passion their all-consuming passion for what they were doing was incredibly important which meant they put the hours in that, that allowed them then to in purposeful hours that allowed them to work on it and then on the other side of the spectrum you look at andre agassi who hated what he was doing but put in the hours since he was four you know three four years old or since actually he was born on a program from his father to be the best in the world but he was hitting two and a half thousand balls a day from four years old which meant he was hitting a million balls a year which meant that he had the muscle memory that other people at his age wouldn't be doing so he he accelerated that much further further from it i was i was thinking about this i read uh, you know a number of different books over that time from various different backgrounds and perspectives and, and i think if you're looking at what separates the very best from the rest is from an organizational perspective it made me absolutely convinced of the importance and, and significance of culture and establishing that culture and building out a, a something that people want to be a part of which is you know fundamental which i know is obvious but i think it's still something which people take for granted or, or don't put enough time into to be thinking about that culture and how people fit into that culture Again, it was significant about the importance of having the right team and the right people you know, together, which was, again, an organisational theme that came through every, uh, all of those those particular teams. But I think the biggest part for me was just the choice that people make to be passionate about what they're doing. I think there was a couple of books that I had that had the title Relentless in it. Now, relentless is, is I think, sometimes seen as a negative word, but relentless is also about the pursuit of perfection, of being great. And I think within that, that's got to be fueled. You can't be relentless at anything unless you're passionate about what you're doing. 
And I think building that passion comes through from having a culture where people are doing it together and, and raising standards and putting all those sort of things together. And if I look at the you know, titles of the books I was reading, Relentless, Intensity, there were two physical books of what we were talking about. But I sort of rebranded what that meant. And actually what they're both talking about is people who are relentless and intense because they're so excited and so passionate and so enthusiastic about what they're doing. And I think people have a choice to take to that, that to work. And it's something I'm incredibly passionate about. I've, been talk- I've interviewed two or three people this week. And one of the things I'm really looking for from them is people who love what they're going to be doing. I don't want to have people in here coming in to do a job and go to work and go home. I read another piece over when I was away, which said that the 76 or 80% of people are actively disengaged in what they're doing, which is the whole Friday and hump day Wednesday brigade and all this sort of stuff, which basically means people are coming in to do a job and then going home and coming in to do a job and going home and then can't wait for the weekend, et cetera, et cetera. And I think what's, immensely energizing is working and and being around people who aren't just coming in to do a job but are excited about being the best they can possibly be excited about creating great customer experiences excited about doing their job and not just rolling in and rolling out this is about you know i want to work with people i want to have a team of people and i want to work with clients and customers who are all passionate about what they're doing and i think that's something which i certainly picked up over the course of that break as well and something which i really want to make sure we have an impact in the business Absolutely. And I, I think it's really useful for people to hear this because our, like the question I put out to the audience is, are you behaving that way in your interview processes? Are you allowing for people to showcase how passionate, enthusiastic they are, that they're going to go that extra mile in the job every day? Because time and time again, we're brought into different businesses to help them talk through what their interview processes actually look like and how they can gain that extra one, two percent, how they can be most impactful in how they're representing themselves to people who are applying to their businesses. And time and time again, I'm saying to people, are you interviewing to catch somebody out or are you interviewing somebody to get the best out of them? And that getting the best out of them can very, very easily be overlooked if you're interview style is archaic if the questions that you're asking are are questions that you've always asked and you haven't reviewed and haven't looked at why you're asking those questions and what you're trying to get out of those the answers that are given and I'm definitely not saying that you have to interview only for the the passion enthusiasm commitment and engagement but I do believe it's a huge part of us tackling the problem we have which is that people are not committing to businesses long term because they don't feel that businesses can commit to them. We have a huge responsibility to make impact on that in the interview process. And the same, when people are going and interviewing at companies, they want to find out how much that company is going to be engaged in them, in their career, in their growth. And these are all bits I think everyone can take back to their day-to-day. Yeah, do you know, I was, I was out last night with a friend who, who runs a fintech business, a business I sort of respect massively. And one of the things I really like about them is their commitment to you know, creating employee experiences and building that sort of culture within it. And I think there's someone there who's an energizer, someone who's in, incredibly enthusiastic about the brand, about the, uh, the opportunity, but also about his people. And I was talking about, I was fortunate to go to their party a couple of weeks ago. There's another one which is coming up on October the 6th, which, which they've sort of spent a lot of time choreographing and, and doing for partners, clients and their team. Next week, they're doing something for the, the children of, of the employees and a sort of family day to bring them in there and they've hired a place out to bring that family aspect to it. And I think that's a really encouraging sort of thing there to say that when I'm, you know, you walk into that environment, by and large, you've got a team there who are going after something and, and excited about the brand and the opportunity and where, and where they're heading and what they're doing. And that, I think, has become you know, something which you go away and you think about it and you detach a little bit from it and it sort of moles away in the back of your head. 
that this is such such an important aspect of performance. And when I look at, you know, one of the things that we've had the great privilege of doing, both of us over the last couple of years, is speaking to loads and loads of different companies and really exploring it on the podcast about what makes them tick. And I think those companies there who are obsessing about their cultures as much as their product and as much as they are about their go-to-market strategies and all that sort of stuff is, is do they have the right team? Do they have the right environment? And they've created something there where people are, are proud of where they are and what they're doing and where they're heading. And it's those businesses, which I think I've always been inspired by. And actually, when you look at them, those are the businesses there who aren't just transactional, but they're transformational and their people strategies that allow it to be, you know, invariably, they're the ones who are getting investment. They're the ones who are, who are growing two, three, four times uh, through difficult periods. They're the ones who continue to, to make waves and get investment or whatever it may be behind that as well. It's really exciting. So talking about transformational, give us an update on the documentary, The Era of Convergence. Yes, that's exciting. So we're now back. I've had a couple of weeks without interviewing people. We've got a fair few lined up. We're going off on site to numerous different clients in the coming weeks and getting some filming done through all of those. We will be filming very heavily through the whole course of September, speaking to a whole load of influencers in the space about their thoughts on the era of convergence. Really interesting. You know, if you want a sneak peek, I've got a very interesting fintech focused TV that came out this week with Duncan from uh, TPI Cap, who's co-head of digital assets over there, talking about this TPI Cap, a very traditional company who've embraced it on his passion. Again, talking about that word for the sector. And it's really interesting to see those guys growing in there. So we'll be talking to Duncan again separately for the uh, documentary itself. But yeah, the era of convergence and everything around traditional finance and decentralized finance coming together is is inevitable. And what we're looking at doing is telling the story of before, during, and what the future looks like. And I can't wait to bring it to you. So it'll be filmed heavily throughout September. We'll have an event in October, which will talk a little bit more about the subject and, and following from the white paper that we put together for it. Then the, uh, the, the documentary itself will be out before the end of the year. So we're very excited about that project. It's coming along nicely. Speaking of projects, I know we're also had the very first planning meetings for the uh, Financial Technologist, and it is coming up with the Top 1% Workplace Awards. Nadia, tell us a little bit about what we're doing there. Well, I am super excited about this, Mang. I just think it's such a celebration. So look, it's something that we do every year. It's called the Top 1% Workplace Awards. We have categories. Those categories range from Best DEI Committee to best talent team, to best for investing in technology, to best workplace for sales staff. We've really gone into detail on our categories and we, we absolutely love it because it's a great opportunity to showcase what makes your business a great place to work and what you are doing to really drive that that whole transformation around people strategy, everything that we've been talking today. But also it's a great place for people in the industry to, to listen, to learn, to implement. So we've always seen this magazine as not just let's celebrate who's doing good, but how are they doing good? What are they doing to really drive this industry to be a better place? And it really does link to what you're doing with your era of convergence because you know what was competition is now collaboration and actually even further it's now co-creation for the good of the entire industry and i think that whole three-step change is super super exciting and i think our mag is you know bang in the center of that so we will be advertising through linkedin through all our social media channels everybody who's connected to us you'll be receiving an email if you want to be part of these awards please do apply the application process, we make it as simple for you as possible. It's a video interview with myself or Toby or a couple of the other senior team. 
and we'll be talking to you about why you think you should win this award. We have it timed, so it's a really easy and efficient way to do an application process. And then we share that out with our judges. And then, Toby, you can share the dates in a minute, but then we release it all in a magazine with the how, the why, the when, and the celebration. Absolutely. And, and I think that the sort of celebration, how, why, when, is the important part of it. We want it to be a playbook for companies to be able to, to read if, they, if they're in it. We want them to sort of bask in the glory of their, of their success, so to speak. And if they're not in it, we want people to have a playbook of, of what the best companies in the sector are doing to make it a great place for, for their team to work and how they can attract, engage and retain the best talent. So, yeah, that will be out on the December the 5th as a release date. We've got various deadlines in between. Uh, we'll be reaching out to the companies who've been nominated. Uh, but it is, as I say, you are welcome. If you think you've, you're working for a great company, you think you, you run or own a great company or you're a leader in a great company who's, who's doing great things for their team, then we want to be able to talk to you and we will then pass it through. We've got judges from numerous different companies. Beringer will be involved. EY will be involved. IBM will be involved. So there's some good companies there who will be validating this. We're not just sat there picking our favourites. We, we independently pass it over to the judges to make sure it's a fair process. But we're really excited to bring that out to you and it's coming to you very, very soon. Now, should we get into our top threes? Yes, please. I'm going to roll with you first then. So tell me about your lesson for the week. So when you put yourself out there to drive change, not everyone is going to back you on that. And that's okay. So this is like, you know me, you know my personality, Toby. Whenever I get any negative feedback, I want to respond to it positively. But also I want to, I want to be able to take it on in a way where I can drive better change and I, and I can listen to it. But you know what? Sometimes because you're putting yourself out there to drive inclusion in an industry that needs a lot of work on inclusion, you're going to get some negative feedback that actually should just stay in its place over there rather than hold me back from the change I'm trying to drive. So... Lesson of the week, remember the mission. Always, always remember the mission. And negative feedback, take it on board. If it's going to be helpful and constructive, add it in. If it's not, move it to one side. Block out the haters. Yeah. Tell me about what you are excited about. So we are partnering with a number of different industry events. So I mentioned this last week. It's still, it's, it's a growing thing. So this is still like my main, my main excitement piece at the minute. We are partnering with FinTech Merge. Uh, we are partnering with FinTech Connect. And I've just received an email about a partnership with the European Women's Payment Network in Amsterdam in late November. So lots of great things are happening where we can get out there, meet new people, see our old friends, make some new friends. But most of all, make an impact because one of the big things I've been trying to speak to people who run these events about is the importance of the talent conversation and the people inclusion conversation because you know there, there are multiple industry events that happen across the year every time we rock up there I always think I bet you we could have more people on stage talking about how do we invest in our talent how do we retain our talent how do we nurture our talent because we all agree if we don't have the right people we can't do any of the things that we want to be doing so I feel super excited about my activity to get to get my voice heard by the right people so that we can be talking about this a bit more, collaborating, learning, co-creating on our people strategies. Absolutely. I love, I love the sound of that. And I think it's so important around that sort of thing as well. Alongside that, we're uh, out in November the 8th in America, in New York for the FPL America's Trading Conference, which I'm really excited about. So that will be another cracking event to add to that roster. So okay. excited about that partnership too. 
And last but not least, tell me who your star of the week is. So I need to give a shout out to Con because his pace of working has been fantastic. And I wouldn't say just this week. I would say for the last, Mm -hmm. well, for a long time now. Yeah, forever. (laughs) His pace of working, his enthusiasm. I really wanted to give him a shout out. But I also want to give my star of the week to Rob. So Rob and I, I've said this to him as well. I feel like we've bonded whilst you've been away, Toby, because (laughs) the three of us normally talk and actually... Like Rob and I don't often have like one-on-ones, but obviously we had quite a few in terms of driving the business forward, different problems that we faced and challenges that we needed to overcome. And I really enjoyed being able to work with him, having his support and just his methodical way of thinking is just absolutely fantastic for my initial response to things. So we talk about the reptilian brain, right? So I've always had to work very hard at my initial response and then processing it. Rob is a superstar at that clear, coherent processing. So he's a great one for me to reach out to. So I wanted to say um, thanks, Rob, for all your support and help. Well done, Bobby. And Hebab, what's been your lesson? Plenty, I think. And I I think if we sort of boil it back down to having been in for only a couple of days, if I look back over that that sort of time away and in the books I was was reading and thinking about the, the business and thinking about things in general, it just makes me absolutely convinced that passion is the driver for it. And I I love being around energetic, passionate people who really want to go out and do a great job. And that's where I think you've got businesses when they're filled with energetic, passionate people, you can do some fantastic things. So passion is without question the sort of thing there, which I really want to just bring back in onto the table as as the big lesson for me. Amazing. And what you're most excited about? So I think what's what's been really exciting this week is two of my, I'm saying this a bit prematurely because I don't know if either of them have been announced yet, but there's, there's a couple of companies I'm very, very fond of who've secured really strong funding over the last the last week or so. And I'm delighted for them and excited for, for them because I think it's, it sort of takes great businesses up to the next level. But I'm also really excited for what that means for the industry because you know, whilst there's a little bit more power in the uh, in the hands of the investors, it still shows that there's there's great opportunity and great businesses. And and uh, going back to my fintech focus with Mark Beeston and the conversation I had with Alistair Haynes of Actress Exchange is great businesses will always raise money. And that's, I think, a really strong statement from UK fintech about what the opportunities are in this marketplace at the moment. Yeah, that's a great, a great, great message to be sending out there. And your star of the week? Start of the week this week, and I know he's been grafting all the way through through the month and now starting to see some reward from that is Ollie Knight. His data has been phenomenal. There's a lot of very, very exciting. He's talking about passionate people and, and people who want to make a difference and people who've got some putting a, sh- a shift in at the, at the moment. He's been putting in a enormous shift. There's a lot of exciting things going on with him. Excellent placement so far this week. And I know there's a couple more that are shaping up nicely. So uh, in the manifestation of passion, well done. And keep up the good work, Mr. Oliver Knight. Now, is there anything you want to finish up on? As always, please send us through any questions. Talk to us. Give us a call. Um, We're all about trying to make this industry a more sustainable place for people to be working in long term. Problems you're facing, challenges that you're trying to overcome. Everything that we do in these podcasts is to try and give that playbook answer of how you overcome those challenges. So it does really rely on you reaching out to us and, and telling us what challenges you're facing so we can help solve those problems. Absolutely. Please do. And please also remember those things that we were talking about earlier on. If you are a great workplace, working in a great workplace, own a great workplace, or trying to be a great workplace, get in touch with us. We'd love to have you involved in the next magazine as well. Thanks very much for listening. It does mean the world to us. Please rate, review, pass it on. Good to be back on the pod. Great to be talking to you again, Nadia. 
thanks as always and we will see you next week see you soon ta-ta Boom.